Hey, Kevin Draves here with the Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. Welcome to the NBA 2K League Show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. League season is finally upon us. And we take a look this week at the tip-off tournament that just happened last weekend. So the tip-off tournament, let's go over the rules to start off. Seven groups of three teams. Each team plays two games. The winner of each group will advance. Top non-group winner will advance as the wild card team. Eight-team single elimination playoff bracket will then happen to determine the tip-off champions. With two group matches for every team, the standings are then decided using a point system. A game win awards four points, a quarter win worth one point, while a tied quarter would deliver half a point to each team. The purse for this tournament is $120,000. We started off with the first game on the slate, Mavs Gaming versus Raptors Uprising. Raptors Uprising start on a 12-4 run behind a hot start from Trey. 16-4 after one quarter in this one. Dimes doing his best in the second to start a comeback as he has money from mid-range. Always finds a way to get wide open shots. Such a good ball handler. Just under a minute to go in the first half. Kenny hits a green three, and the Raptors are now up 31-14. to Second half starts with a changing of the guard as Dimes hits a top-of-the-key three. And just like that, a five-point game. 33-29, to 3.23 to go in the third. Unfortunately, Raptors two go on a run. Capped by a Doza highlight, postering dunk, and it's 48-32, Raptors up, as the third is coming to a close. Four is more of the same. Raptors clearly the better team in this one. 57-34 is the score with just over four to go. Final score in this one, it is a blowout, 62-41. Player of the game goes to the Raptors as a team, as too many great performances to pick just one. Mavs' PP ball was solid, though, with 10 points, Nine rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block. Moving on to the second matchup of the first day, Raptors taking on Cavs Legion. And early on, it is all Cavs as they start the game 11-0 as Strainer hits a three at the top of the key. With one minute to go in the first, God of 2K with a steal and a huge dunk, taking the Cavs lead to 19-6. Where did the Raptors team go from the last game? Are the Cavs just this good? Those are the questions we ask in this game. A nice alley-oop by the Raptors puts the score at 25-13. to As the announcer says, they are trying to stay within striking distance after only scoring eight in the first quarter. 
36-20, to 20, though, is your halftime score. 43-30 is the score after Raptors go on a 10-7 a, a run. Given how badly the first half went, the Raptors will take the baby steps comeback. Early in the fourth, the score is 47-35, as neither team really able to put runs together in this second half, at least enough to get close, or for the Cavs to finally pull away. Strainer, though, hits a really deep three to make it 50-35, which is still the score with just over two minutes to go. This one feels like it is all over. 59-47 is the final score in this one as the Cavs do take it. Turnovers were a big problem for the Raptors. 16 total in this one for them. Player of the game, O'Leary, with 16 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, and a block. For the Raptors, Kinkway 614 led the way with 7 points, 14 boards, and 3 assists. Moving on to game number 3, Cavs Legion versus Mavs Gaming. Game starts with a big Dimes jam as they hope for a better outcome than they had in game 1. Early on, Dimes shows still why he was the number one overall pick in the first season as he sifts his way to the hoop with incredible ball handling skills. You get an and one for Sherm, takes it to 12-6. With him going to the line, it is looking like group one could be very competitive. And even Bunch this season in the tip-off tournament is telling us anything so far. Very, very competitive. Too many East buckets so far for the Mavs. Cavs very sloppy and do not have the defense needed, but it is still only 15-10 Mavs after one. Early in the second, Dimes hits another shot, and he still has no misses so far in this one. Lead is now up to 10, 25-15. At the half, though, nine-point Cavs lead so far in this game. Mavs' motto should be Dunk City as they continue to get inside for easy looks. Cavs just did not show up on defense in this one so far, but still not out of it yet as the score is just 38-28. 10 points is still the lead. Mavs, though, able to push that lead up to 15 on the back of Dimes. Now has 20 points so far in the game. Early in the fourth, despite a few nice hits from three, including a deep one from Sick, Mavs are up 49-33. to couple nice plays from the Cavs and specifically got of 2K and it is now 51-40 an 11 point game with a little over two minutes left in the end though not enough as the Mavs win 53-43 keep with that 10 point victory player of the game Pete B. Ballin how about this 12 points 14 rebounds three assists and three steals for the Cavs solid effort from Strainer 13 points five rebounds five assists and two steals Next matchup of the tournament, Knicks versus Nets. Nate Cal is definitely a player, very intrigued to see for this season, and he's going up against his former team as the first game. Must watch basketball. Unlike the first few games of of the first day, this one seems much more competitive to start, as early on, just under two minutes to go in the first, the Nets are up nine to eight. Midway through the second, Nets build their biggest lead of the game so far at 18 to 12, but an original three puts Knicks right back in it, down only three. Annette's alley-oop increases that lead to eight with just under a minute to go. Maybe the Nets start to pull away and take a double-digit lead into halftime. Early in the third, the Nets continue to shine, building their lead to 11 with a nice dunk by Lavish. Knicks refuse to go the way, though, as the long ball starts to connect, and Goofy taking advantage of easy transition buckets by leaking out, and his dunk makes it 33-29. Nets up only four with two to go in the third. Nets showing off some fantastic ball movement in this game at times, leading to some nice looks from three. Yena Gaming hits a three to get them back within three, 41-38, with just under four to go in the fourth quarter. This is by far the closest game we have seen so far in the tournament. Some nice play on both ends by the Nets, including Chass answering back from very deep to put it back to an eight-point lead. With 130 left and a second-chance bucket from Goofy, they are now within four points. Chass, though, again answers back a super deep three, and ultimately that, ultimately, that is all she wrote as the Nets beat the Knicks 55-49. to Player of the game, Shockey, finishes with seven points, nine boards, and assists, and six steals. For the Knicks, Goofy was a solid, solid player. 15 points, seven rebounds, four assists, and four steals, along with one block. Magic versus Nets is next up on the docket. Nice start for the Magic as they build a 13-5 lead early on in the game. Reezy putting on a show in this game so far, hitting really deep shots, showing off impressive handles. He will be a player to be reckoned with this season. Magic now hold a 10-point lead in the second, 25-15. Magic continue to shine as an alley-oop brings it to a 14-point lead, 
31-17. Sloppy play leads to a Nets turnover and a three from Cal Mav, and they have now doubled up the Nets. Magic up 34-17. Third quarter, Nets start to slowly creep back, and Chas hits a mid-range and is now 36-23 midway through the third. Unfortunately for the Nets, the Magic fight back and going into the fourth are still down double digits. Early in the fourth, and the Magic build the lead back up to 17 points. Nets finding a way to hang on as they are down, but not completely out. A 12-point game with just over two to go. Then a fast break, and an and one gets them to 10 points, but the free throw missed. It is now Nets ball, 124 to go. Can they find a way to make the impossible comeback? They score, and it is now just eight points to go. Can they finish this? Nets able to hold the Magic to just eight points in the fourth, but that is also how much they lose by as the Magic take this one in the end, 50-42. to Player of the game is King Cam, finished with 10 points, 19 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 steals. Lavish was a crowd pleaser for the Nets with 16 points, 4 rebounds, an assist, and a steal. Knicks versus Magic is next up. That is the final game of day one. Close game to start off, but with just under 2 minutes to go in the first half, the Knicks have built an 8-point lead, 25-17, and they have the ball trying to extend that lead even further. An and one and a made free throw make it an 11-point Knicks lead. As the half dwindles down, the Knicks get a little sloppy, and a run-out dunk gets the Magic to within 7, 28-21. It is a single-digit lead going into the half, not what the Knicks were hoping for, and the Magic do have some momentum. Second half, Magic continue with that momentum as they fight back, and they are able to take a one-point lead, 33-32. Cameras pan over to the Magic team, and they look all focus. Knicks fight back, look ready to take a small lead to end the third, but a Magic three from UC Manny, and the game is tied heading into the fourth. Reezy hits another deep three. His range has been very impressive in this game. Looks like someone has the limitless range badge so far in the season. Under a minute to go, and the Knicks have a four-point lead, but Magic with the ball looking to close that small gap. Magic fall asleep, though, and DT with a wide-open corner three, and it is a one-point game. Magic with a tough long two from Malik takes it to a three-point game. Do the Magic have a little Magic left to tie it up? Kelmav cuts right off the inbounds and great court vision, passes to a wide-open UC Manny, and the game is now tied. Knicks know they have to win by five or more to move on, so they hold the ball as the last four seconds creep off the clock, and we are headed to OT. In overtime, 119 left to go. Magic are up one as Kelmav hits a deep contested three to take the lead. It is Knicks' ball as they look to take the lead back. Good inside look from Goofy puts the Knicks up one. It is now a two-point lead with 20 seconds to go for the Knicks. But this time it is the Knicks that fall asleep as Magic get a wide-open dunk, and just like that, game is tied again. Now it is 61-61, 11 seconds to go. And just like in regulation, they hold out, and on to a second overtime we go. In the second OT, Knicks up by two, Magic ball with 50 seconds to go. UC Manny again finds a way to get the job done with a drive and dunk to tie the game. Could we be going to a third OT? A kind roll gives the Magic a lead off a jumper, and now with 5.7 seconds left, the Knicks are down two points with the ball, just hoping to tie. A great out-of-bounds play gets Goofy an open dunk, and it is tie game. 1.5 seconds to go in this one, Magic ball. Magic, though, with a great out-of-bounds play of their own, but really, Malik loses sight of his guy as Kelmav streaks to the hoop, makes a dunk, and that's ball game. 72-70, to the Magic win this one. One of the few times the team that wins the assist battle actually loses the game, but they also did have more turnovers. Player of the game, King Cam, fantastic again. 11 points, 19 boards, 5 assists, 2 steals, and a block. Knicks got a monster game from Goofy. 26 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists, a steal, and a block. We move on to the next game, Grizz versus T-Wolves. Early on, T-Wolves gaming are firing in all cylinders as they have an early 8-2 advantage. Grizz are going to need Authentic to take over if they're going to pull this one out. He is arguably the best player in the league. Finish off a nice dish inside to get them within six. Although this was short-lived as an alley-oop between Beast and Turnup puts the Wolves up 10 with just under five to go in the second quarter. T-Wolves continue their domination as they build their lead to 25-10 with 1.35 to go in the first half. J-Rod hits a three as the Grizzlies are doing everything they can to try to stay in this one. J-Rod hits another three making a 12-point game with 22 seconds to go in the first half. 
Second half, it is all T-Wolves as they are able to build their lead to 32-16 with a little over four to go in the third. As I watch this game, I worry about the Grizzlies repeating last season where Authentic was amazing, but with a lack of help, the team really struggles night in and night out. As the third quarter has less than a minute to go, T-Wolves are now up 39-20, and this one already feels like it's over. As the, announcer me- as the announcers mention, Universal has to be a bigger part of the game slash team if the Grizzlies are going to be a competitive team this season. Very much like last season, Authentic does need help. T-Wolves start to get a little overconfident in the fourth, and a Vandy 3 puts them within 11 with 3 minutes to go. Finally, the Grizz is showing some life, and maybe we have a ball game. With 1.30 to go, it is 47-37. Wolves ball, looking to put the nail in the Grizzlies' coffin. Hood hits a wide-open 3, and just like that, very little light at the end of the tunnel for the Grizz, as they are down 13. And the final score in this one, T-Wolves 53, Grizz 39. Player of the game, For the T-Wolves, Feast with a very impressive stat line. Six points, 11 rebounds, four assists, and five steals with a block. No shock, Authentic impresses in this one for the Grizzlies. 15 points, eight rebounds, two assists, a steal, and two blocks. Next game on the list, we have Wizards District versus Grizz Gaming. Grizz with a much better showing so far in this one. Beginning of the second quarter, Authentic with a great steal, and the fast break score puts the Grizz within two points. Good back and forth continues as with two minutes to go in the first half, Wizards still up just one point, 22-21. Demon JT hits a three from the logo to build the lead to four. This has been a common thread so far in the tip-off tournament. Guys have range for days this year. Halftime, Wiz have a small lead, but to start the second half, it is all Grizzlies as they are not only able to catch up, but also speed pass to a four-point lead, 33-29 midway through the third. A crazy sequence as Wiz turn it over, but Universal misses the dunk, leading to a Wizards fast break dunk by user pick. What could have been a six-point lead is quickly just two, and that is a four-point swing. J-Rod has shown to be a reliable three-point shooter so far in the tourney, and if that can continue this season, it will really help stretch the floor for others inside. As the announcer says, Dayfry able to get separation to get a dunk, but that is very much unlike these two teams as the Grizz lead is still just two points. With 1.38 to go, Grizz lose Dayfry again. He gets an easy two. This has been a problem throughout the game for the Grizz. Dayfry is really good, and leaving him open like that consistently is a big reason this game is so close. Under a minute to go, Wiz down five, and Reese hits the mid-range to put them within three. This one coming down to the wire. A shocker, Dayfry left open again, and Authentic follows him on the dunk, goes to the line with a chance to make it a one-point game. As time is about to expire, Grizz again leave a player Wide open in the post. User pick hits the game winner. And the final score, 62-60. Heartbreaker for the Grizz. No one to blame but themselves. And definitely will have an area to focus on improving for the regular season. Player of the game in this one, Dave Fry. 21 points, 9 rebounds, 1 assist, a steal, and 3 blocks. Authentic helped the Grizz. 16 points, 7 boards, an assist, 3 steals, a block, and 0 turnovers. Very impressive game from him, but unfortunately not enough. Next up, we have Wiz versus the Wolves. Can the Wizards use the momentum they have after that great buzzer-beating win to start strong against the Wolves? Demon hits the three, and the Wiz get the exact, exact start they are hoping for as they are up 15-5 to with under two to go in the first quarter. Wolves hit a couple threes, though, to get back within four, 11-15. Bear is absolutely on fire, and another three makes this a one-point game. All of the momentum is on the Wolves' side now. Early on in the second, it is still all T-Wolves as they are currently on a 17-0 run after a turn-up three. Midway through the second, T-Wolves ball and the lead is built up to 31-24. Hood hits a deep contested three and it is now a double-digit lead for T-Wolves gaming. As the second half gets going, it is again all T-Wolves. Bear hits a top of the key three and the lead is ballooned to 17, 43-26 with just over four to go in the third. As the third quarter is about to end, Bear pulls a Blake Hoffarber, hits a shot from the ground, and the Wolves lead is now 22 points going into the fourth quarter. As the cameras pan over to the Wolves team, it is all smiles and all focus. With a quarter to go still, this game is already over. We gloss over the fourth quarter. This one ends in a blowout, 75-45. T-Wolves gaming wins. Player of the game, Feast with 16 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals, and a block. Next up, we have Heat Check Gaming taking on the Sixers. 
Definitely one of the best matchups of the tournament. If you did not catch this game, I promise you go back and watch it. These are going to be two teams to be reckoned with the entire 2K League season. Sixers come into this tournament, last year's winners of the tip-off, hoping for a repeat. Heat Cheek on the other side were very strong to finish off last year. Hope to use that momentum to start this year the same way. Both teams shooting well, although as the announcer puts it, they're not playing great, but not playing bad either. Sixers are up 19-14 after one quarter. In the second, Heat are very energetic as they hit a three to get within two, but Sixers are having none of that as they answer right back with a three of their own. Sixers definitely looking like the better team so far in this one as they build their lead to seven in the second. ZDS up to 14 points. Doesn't take much space for him to hit from deep. Heat check, though, refused to go away by getting it to within three, but as the story has been, Sixers answer right back with a radiant three, and they keep finding ways to keep space in this one. 35-31 is his halftime score in this Sixers winning. Majestic versus ZDS been a very good matchup to watch so far. Majestic 12 points, ZDS with 14. Just over two to go on the third, and the Heat are able to grab their first lead of the game with a fast break dunk, 42-40. Sixers get the lead back, and after a Heat check miss, have the ball to increase that lead even further, and a two-point shot gives them a three-point lead heading into the fourth. Fourth quarter with a very sloppy start for both teams. Keeps the lead with the Sixers at three. Radiant with a surprising trip to the free throw line where he misses two of three free throws and the lead is still just four. Unlike the first half, guys are just not hitting shots. With just over two to go, Sixers are up with a six-point advantage. With just under two to go, though, he checked now down nine with Radiant just absolutely on fire. A common thread in this tournament. Heater running out of time to make a comeback, but a perfectly timed three from 24K drop-off gives them some life. Second chance bucket keeps them alive now. Just a four-point game just a minute to go. Can they find a way to complete the comeback, or will they fall just short? Sixers, though, get cocky, and a missed alley-oop leads to a fast-break dunk for Heat Check, and all of a sudden, two-point game, 40 seconds to go in this one. Turnover again by the Sixers. Majestic chases it down all the way to the hoop and the save and the layup. The game is now tied at 61, 25 seconds to go. Sixers with a great play using a slipped screen leads to a steeze wide open dunk. And with just four seconds left, Sixers are up heat ball. After a turnover, or sorry, after a timeout, the Heat just throw the ball away. And that is all she wrote. 63 to 61. Final score, Sixers winning. Player of the game is Steez, 15 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, and 2 steals for the Heat. Hotshot was really good with 18 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, and 2 blocks. Heat check are on the next game as well, taking on King's Guard. Early on, a very competitive game in this one. 5-5 score, 4 to go in the first. Minute to go in the first, still no one able to pull away. 16-15, the Kings are up. Early in the second, BP showing off his sick handles, and ball-like seam hits the three to give the Kings the four-point advantage. Halfway through the second, 27-25 Kings up, but this is a very even matchup. Not much for runs, and the players are really calm. Not much talking so far in this one. Hotshot has come to play, though, already with 10 points and 8 rebounds at the half, but this game is all tied up at 30 apiece. Crazy start, though, to the second half as Heat get an early three-point lead and ball-like seam really goes for it but isn't able to finish the dunk. Heat able to build a 40-35 to lead, and that is the largest lead of the game by either team so far. With five to go in the game, a nice alley-oop. Jay Money to Hotshot gets the Heat a 46-39 advantage. Both teams really starting to go at it, screaming back and forth. Rev actually steps in to calm the players. Hotshot and Worthing Colt are really fired up at this point in the game, although the Heat with a 52-41 lead with just under three to go. Since halftime, it has been Heat Check really dominating this game. What was tied at 30, Heat Check are now on a 28-14 run, and this one feels over with 123 left. Final score in this game, 58-46. Looking at how the tournament points are going after this game, Heat Check with 10 points, 76ers with 5 points, and Kings Guard with 1. Reminder for how the points work, with two group matches for every team, the standings were decided using a point system. A game win awarded 4 points, quarter win 1 point, while a tied quarter would deliver half a point to each team. Player of the game, Hotshot, 20 points, 16 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, and a block. For the Kings, Worthing Colt, 7 points, 15 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a block. Final matchup of day two, we have Sixers versus the Kings. 
Sixers come out swinging with a 6-0 lead. Then Radiant brings that fire with a drive to the hoop, and it is now 8-0. Radiant with the steal and the dunk, and it is 10-0. Who is going to step up for the Kings as Radiant looks to take over another game? Kings wake up, though, with a 13-2 run of their own, and they now have the lead. Really a great team effort from the Kings to fight back from that early deficit. Sixers able to fight back, and with under a minute to go, they are back up 25-19. Based on what I'm seeing, we are in for a really good second half, and this one could come down to the wire. What a finish to the half as the Kings tie it up, 3.7 seconds, and then Nudini with the buzzer-beating three, 28-25 is the Sixers' lead at the half. A good back and forth in the second half. Sixers, though, with some sloppy play, including some missed opportunities with open looks and some misses from the Kings. It is 36-33 with a minute to go in the third. Sixers have the lead heading into the fourth, 41-36, and they need the win in order to continue playing in this tournament. So far, it's been a fairly quiet game from the two teams. Not much talking, very focused. And with three minutes to go, the Sixers lead is up to seven. Can the, team, can the Kings make one last run and close that gap? Sixers take it to nine, and the Kings get sloppy, but fortunate as the Sixers somehow miss a wide-open transition alley-oop dunk. Kings, though, fail to capitalize again. Radiant scores on a nice drive, and the lead is now 11, and his point total to 13 with two minutes to go. Sixers, in the end, do take this one, and they will move on. Final score, 57-47. Player of the game, Steez, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, and 4 steals with a block. For the Kings, Worthing Colt with a memorable stat line. Eight points, nine rebounds, four assists, four steals, and a block. On to day three we go. First game of this slate, Warriors versus Pacers. Pacers are fired up early on, especially after a highlight Ramo dunk and starting the game on a 9-0 run. This is off a fantastic run by the Warriors. The nice ankle-breaking drive and dunk. And just like that, the score is 15-13 early on in the second. Warriors only down two. He follows it up with a three, and just like that, the Warriors have the one-point lead. Swizzerk with a nice finish at the rim, and the game is tied a minute to go in the first half. Third quarter by the Warriors. They try to pull away as they take a 34-30 lead and are starting to see a little momentum. Although this was short-lived as Pacers quickly take the lead back. Early in the fourth, Pacers with the ball up 39-38. Game is wide open for whoever wants it more. Lots of good barking back and forth in this one between the two teams. Under a minute to go, turnovers are the story as the Pacers turn it over and Warriors score to tie it up. And then again, the Pacers turn it over and now have a two-point lead. Warriors ball, ball, they're down 51-53 with just 2.1 seconds to go. Inbounds to Beast Move, who takes a deep, well-contested three that clanks off the rim, and the Warriors lose. Pacers take this one 53-51. Player of the game, Ramo, with 15 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, while Jin shines for the Warriors, 15 points, 6 rebounds, a steal, and 0 turnovers. Next one, we have Hawks versus Pacers. Story of this game is the Pacers, who clearly came ready to play, as they have a 17-2 lead with just over a minute to go in the first quarter. This is shaping up to be a complete blowout if something doesn't change ASAP. Rando hits a deep three. Hopefully this will kickstart the Hawks game. Midway through the second, and it's 28-19. Hawks working hard to close that gap. Dump to the third, and it is just a six-point game now. Hawks have the ball looking to really put the pressure on the Pacers. Rando with another deep three, and now just a one-possession game, 40-37. Rando gets a steal under a minute to go in the third, slams it home, and they are down just one point. Despite all that hard work, Pacers show why it is so difficult to make a large comeback as they end the third on a 6-0 run. Fourth quarter, more of the same, and with three minutes to go, Pacers are commanding this game with a 10-point lead following a Ramo dunk and foul. Hawks, though, refuse to go away. Arsenal scores, cutting the lead to six with two minutes to go. STL hits a three with a minute to go, and we have a ball game as the Hawks are down just three. But in the end, Pacers just too much. Again, it is so difficult coming back from a... Big, big deficit. Final score in this one, Pacers do take it, 56-51, and they are going to be moving on in the tournament. Player of the game, Swizzerk, 27 points, 3 assists and 4 steals. For the Hawks, Arsenal, very impressive with 16 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, and a steal. Hawks up again as they take on the Warriors in the next game. Midway through the first, it is Warriors up 10-7. Really seems like Hawks need to find a way to start their games faster, or this could be a long season. Although an off-balance three, and Arsenal ties the game just like that. 
As quarter one comes to a close, it is all bad for the Hawks, though, as they score, but it is an eight-point game, and a full-court heave goes in for the Warriors, and 11 points, they are down just like that. Second quarter, more of the same, as halfway through, Warriors still up 10. Jin hits a nice three as the shot clock is expiring, gives himself nine points on the game, and the lead is now 14, with a minute to go in the first half. In the second half, Dapboy shots with a nice drive and dunk. Get the game back to 14 early in the third. Hawks keep this up, and with 421, they are down 11, trying to yet again make a comeback. The attempts by the Hawks did not matter, as under a minute to go in the third, Warriors are now up 53-32, and this one feels like it is over. At times this game, the Warriors seemed like they were just playing with the Hawks. And honestly, not much more to say on this one. The final score, 74-53, Warriors with a blowout. Player of the game is Type with 15 points, 13 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 steals, and a block. Arsenal showed off, though, with 14 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and 3 blocks. Pistons versus Celtics are the next game on the list. Close game to start. Joseph with a really nice post move to give the Pistons an 8-7 lead early on. Early in the second, Celtics are really starting to pull away, though, including OFAP with an amazing assist to Profusion for the dunk, gives the Celtics the 26-17 lead. Fast forward to the 234 mark, and this game is all Celtics. Lead is now 33-18. Styles hits a nice three, and after a Joseph pick, they are able to get back within 10, under two minutes to go in the first half. Third quarter, Celtics take over again. Profusion with the fast break dunk becomes the current leading scorer in the league with 28 points so far in this one. Pistons, though, refuse to go away, get it to a seven-point game with a nice putback layup with under a minute to go by Joseph, who has really had a nice game. Celtics build the lead back up, but Joseph refuses to go away. A great rebound and a dish to Styles, who hits the jumper, and the lead is 11 with just over four minutes to go in the fourth. With a minute to go, Celtics still up by 11. They score again, make it 13, and that is going to be the end of that. Final score, Celtics 63, Pistons 52. Player of the game, Profusion, 36 points, one rebound, two steals, and zero turnovers. Joseph, on the other end, was the guy for the, Pace, or for the Pistons to watch. 22 points, 15 rebounds, two assists, and just one turnover. On to Lakers versus Celtics. Celtics began this game just how they ended last game on a nice tear, but Cal hits a three to make it 10-5. Lakers back to within five midway through the first. As the announcer says, it's fab time, as he really is able to control this game when he wants to, has the ball on a string as he drives in for the monster dunk to build the Celtics' lead to 20-8 as the first is coming to a close. Lakers come out firing in the second quarter, get the game back to 23-17 halfway through the quarter, and they have the ball. With five seconds to go in the half, Moody gets fouled and makes the shot to put them within two points. What a comeback and fight from this Lakers team. Third quarter is a great back and forth, and with a minute to go in the, in the quarter, Kevin's a nice three. Lakers are once again within one point. Although Profusion and the Celtics always have an answer, they come right back with a three of their own. Fourth quarter, and again the Celtics looking to pull away as Mee Least hits a three, and it is back to an 11-point game with 4.35 to go. Under a minute left, Kev hits another big three. Lakers back within four points, but four points is how this one ends up as the final score, 53-49, Celtics take it. Player of the game, Profusion again, lights up the scoreboard with 31 points, two assists, three steals. For the Lakers, Moody sets the tone, 13 points, seven rebounds, two assists, and three steals. Pistons versus the Lakers coming up. Early on, Moody with a highlight dunk over multiple Pistons players puts the Lakers up 4-0. Lakers build the lead up to 9-1 as May with a nice shot clock beating post-hit for the Pistons to help close the gap. Lakers finish the first off strong and build their lead up to 15-5 off a Kev 3. Kev has been very impressive so far in this tournament. Second quarter, Pistons come out swinging, starting with a 5-0 run to cut the lead to 15-10. 154, and Pistons work their way into a tie as Control hits the corner three to put the Lakers back on top, at least for now. Mr. Styles hits the three, 20 seconds to go in the half to put the Pistons on top by one. Second half, both teams gunning for the win, a great back and forth with multiple ties and lead changes. Just under two to go in the third, and the Pistons with a very careless turnover leads to a Lakers fast break, and they are now up five. In the fourth, Lakers still holding to their lead up six, and they have the ball just over four to go as Vert takes advantage of some very sloppy transition. D pushes the lead to eight with a nice dunk. 
In the end, Lakers just too much for the Pistons, and your final in this one, 59-48. Lakers win it by 11. Player of the game, Vert, 19 points, 6 assists. And then Joseph with a solid 10 points, 19 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, and a block. Up next, we have Blazers versus the Bucks. First game of the day four slate, and it is our first chance to see last year's MVP, One Wild Walnut, in Season 2. Plondo with a pretty Euro step, goes for the dunk, gives the Bucks the early 6-2 lead in this one. Mama hits a good-looking deep three to cut into the lead, and just like that, the second quarter starts, and we are all tied up 15 apiece. We knew the Blazers were too good to just disappear into the night. Early on in the third, though, we are still knotted up now at 28 each when Big Meek hits the corner to three to take back the lead for the Bucks. Bucks able to keep building on that lead as they get it up to 10 points with three to go in the third. Blazers go on a 10-0 run of their own and again tied up as the third is coming to a close, but Plondo with a cut to the hoops. Nick hits him for the dunk and the two-point lead going into the fourth. Bucks go on another run. This game has been all about the runs and a second-chance bucket for Plondo on an and one, and they are back up seven. Mama refuses to go away, though he hits a three, puts it to back within four. This is shaping up to be one of the best games of the tournament so far. Unfortunately, another Bucks run seals the deal, capped off by a really nice moving fade from A Rooks, puts the Bucks up 13 with a minute to go. Final score in this one, 71-56. Bucks take it. Player of the game, A Rooks, 24 points, six assists, and for Blazer 5, Mama with a nice game, 25 points, nine assists, and two steals. Next game, we have Bucks versus Jazz. After beating the Blazers, the Bucks come into this game very confident. You wonder, will they use that confidence to play well, or will they overlook the Jazz? A game that early on displayed both teams' strengths and weaknesses as neither team could pull away or keep a lead. Pick and roll was the name of the game for Milwaukee, who clearly made that a priority and showed success with it in the first half. For the Jazz, they looked to succeed on the defensive end, specifically in the post, showing an ability to adjust as players such as Big Meek were shut down for large portions of the game. For the Jazz, Rhea showed why he was the first pick in the draft, having a very solid game. Milwaukee got more good production from their newcomer, A. Rooks, as he was able to show off in this game, shot 5 of 10 from 3, including a huge make late in the game to help finish off the victory. This game showed the importance of both good defense and good communication as a team, both of which were lacking at times for Bucks gaming. A couple telling stats in this one, A-Rooks and Plondo with 11 fouls combined, and Bucks Gaming as a team, 11 turnovers. Not the recipe for success. Final score in this one, 60-54, Jazz Gaming takes the win. Player of the game is Rhea, finished with 19 points, 12 rebounds, an assist, 2 steals, and a block. For the Bucks, we highlight A-Rooks, who finished with 24 points, a rebound, 4 assists, and a steal. Very, very impressive for A-Rooks. Lots to like about him so far in his rookie campaign. Jazz versus Blazer 5 coming up next. Blazer 5 looking to right their ship with a win in this one, but not just a win will get it done for them if they want to move on. They have to win every quarter and win the game by 25 or more. Otherwise, if the Jazz don't win, the Bucks are the team we will be watching on the weekend slate. Good start to this one as both teams look very evenly matched as they both fight for a weekend spot. After the first quarter, though, Blazer 5 really seemed like the team from last year who dominated the regular season. The key for Blazer 5 in this one was very strong defense and faster play, which of course led to the Jazz issues with turnovers. Blazer 5 were able to build their lead to 11 at halftime, not even close to the lead they would need to move on. As is the case with many of the great teams in sports, slower starts sometimes happen and the team feels out what they need to bring to make sure they get that win, which I think ultimately hurt Blazer 5 in this one. You have to wonder if four strong quarters could have gotten them into weekend play. Blazer 5 were able to get close, though, as in the third they built a 23-point lead, but that was followed by a Jazz run as well, cutting the lead to 9 points as the third quarter came to a close. Fourth quarter was more even, but still Blazer 5 able to win that quarter by 7, and your final in this one, Blazer 5 win 73-57. 15 turnovers for the Jazz was the story for sure on how they ended up losing this one. Player of the game, Mama I'm Dat Man, 29 points and 10 dimes, 1 rebound and 2 steals. For the Jazz, Rhea with another double-double. 16 points, 10 rebounds, an assist, a steal, and a block. Now we move on from the regular games to the weekend play. First game of weekend play was Raptors versus Magic. Keep in mind, the tournament is now single elimination, so there is no tomorrow if you lose. Games began with a nice Raptors showing early 8-3 lead in this one. 
Both the first and second quarters were very even, with the Magic staying in this one with solid play off the glass, 16-5 advantage in rebounding in the first half. The score at the half is 25-21, to the Magic are up. Third quarter was not much to write home about, as both teams exchanged blows in an attempt to pull away, but neither team could. They say it is not how you start, but how you finish, and the Magic really took that to heart in this one, as despite a slightly slower start to the night, they really shined in the fourth quarter as they held the Raptors to zero points in the first four minutes of that final quarter. Magic were very prepared in this game, and it showed both in rebounding and on the offensive end, specifically where they scored in many different ways. As is the case with most games, assists and turnovers can help predict winners, and this game was no different. Magic with a 14-10 assist advantage, and Raptors 11 turnovers to Magic's 10. No surprise, King Cam Royalty, player of the game in this one, finishing with 20 points, 19 rebounds, so almost a 20-20 game. An assist, two steals, and a block for the Raptors. Doza led the way, 14 points, and a rebound with six assists. Next up, we have a game that, going into it, some people thought could have maybe been two of the best teams in the tournament so far, and that's Sixers versus T-Wolves Gaming. You wonder what would have happened if things had worked out a little differently. We'd seen these two teams later, but as it goes, we look to see which one of these teams comes out on top. Don't count out the Sixers, of course. They are one of the league's best and with Radiant leading the way, they can win on any given night. So despite the Wolves coming in as arguably looking like the best team in the tournament so far, Sixers are going to be a team to reckon with. They are the defending champions again from last year's tip-off tournament. Sixers started strong, and Radiant was again on fire, scoring 15 points in the first quarter alone. ZDS and Radiant are going to be a force to be reckoned with. So far, it seems that T-Wolves gaming has work to do on defense, as at times they seem to fall asleep or lose focus. Feast was the man of the day, though, for Wolves Gaming. He was really good in the first half, almost a double-double. T-Wolves really struggled to hit shots in this one, though, especially from deep, where they just could not hit the broadside of a barn. Halftime had the Sixers up 36-25. to Third quarter almost felt like quicksand for the T-Wolves, as no matter how hard they tried, they just could not get out of their hole. A buzzer beater to end the third for Nudini, and the Sixers, in some ways, was the nail in the coffin for the Wolves in this one, Final score, Sixers win 68-57. Wolves, how about this 6 of 20 from 3? You're just not going to win games. Add to that being outmatched in assists, 16-15, and losing the turnover battle as they had double the amount of the Sixers, 10 versus 5. Those are all recipes for disaster. Player of the game, Radiant was absolutely unstoppable. 23 points, 10 assists, 2 steals. Looking over at the Wolves, their top performer, no question, Feast, finished with 17 points, 17 boards, four assists, and a steal. But they do, unfortunately, get eliminated in this one. The Sixers moving on. Pacers versus Celtics next up on the docket. A slow start for the Celtics' OFAB helps keep the pace for the Pacers as early on no team is able to pull away. OFAB zero points in the first half of this one. After one quarter, score is just 8-8. Eight to eight. And for the Pacers, that is all they got in the second as well as the Celtics have a 21-16 lead at the break. Both teams shot well in this game, but really good defense was had by both teams at times in this one, despite that stat. However, long term, if the Celtics want to have success, they definitely need to be more efficient from three. Third quarter, Pacers really able to crack down, holding the Celtics to just seven points. The real story of this game, though, came at the end of the fourth quarter, which ended up being by far the best offensive quarter for both teams. Ofab grabbed the rebound off his own miss and was able to hit autographs for hit the shot, takes the two-point lead, 53-51 with only 1.4 seconds left for the Pacers to try to tie or win the game. Ramos gets a wide-open look for the win from the corner, but unfortunately the rim had other ideas, and the Celtics win this one. Final score, 53-51. Player of the game in this one, Profusion, who has been on a tear scoring in this tournament, finished with 22 points, one rebound, three assists, and a steal. For the Pacers, Ramos, Ramos stood out with a complete game, nine points, five rebounds, four assists, and a steal. Heat versus Bucks is the next one up. Heat came into this game really focused, and it showed on the court as in the first quarter, every member of the team was able to score. Some feel that the Bucks are in the toughest group of this tournament, so you'd hope they had some good preparation, but it didn't seem to show it all in this game. As the first quarter comes to a close, the Heat are already up eight points. As was apparent even last season, the Heat play a very modern style of basketball, love to shoot the three, and they definitely play a good style of defense. As, it, as this game continues, it becomes clear the Heat are the better team right now. Also clear that, rightfully so, the Heat made it their mission to shut down Big Meek, who has been really good up to this point in the tournament. 
For the Bucks, the other player who was unable to keep up his high level of play in this one was Chatty Nick. At the end of the first half, Heat had built a substantial 35-24 lead. Heat is the perfect name for this team as they were on fire all game, especially from three, and the seven, second half was just like the first, with the Heat clearly being the better team. Celtics as a team really struggled, though, in many facets in this game. Given how well they played as a team, there is no specific player for the Heat, and the team gets the player of the game nod. For the Bucks, though, Plondo stepped up, 12 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, and 3 steals. Move on to Magic versus Sixers. Sixers come to this one hoping to continue their quest for a second straight tip-off championship. Winner of this game is headed to the ship. First half of this game, we saw a Magic team able to dominate in the post. Pick and roll appeared to be the kryptonite of the Sixers, something future teams could look to exploit. Kelmav, King Cam, and DT definitely were the rulers of the first half. DT was able to not only show off his range, but also be a big enough threat to spread the floor for the bigs inside. At the half, the Magic are shooting 15 of 22, and they are up 37-28. The Sixers are one of those teams that seem like they can just turn it on, though. And the key for the second half is Sixers need to step up on D. And for the Magic, with a 9-point lead, they need to find a balance between being aggressive and trying not to lose the lead. Efficiency is going to be key. Unfortunately for the Magic, things unraveled early as it only, t- as it only took the first four minutes of the third quarter for them to lose that lead. Magic not able to keep up the efficiency. 76ers caught fire as Radiant again on fire. And the squad always do. And as the third is coming to a close, Philly is up one. Magic, though, find a way to score. And ultimately, the game is tied 43-43. Fourth quarter is where this game really became must-watch basketball. And as it was a back-and-forth struggle for the lead. Sloppy play, though, from the Sixers was really the story at times in the fourth. And that was what helped keep the Magic afloat. The MVP in this quarter, though, was definitely Steez on both ends, dominated all facets of the game. With 32 seconds left, DT showed off his range again, puts the Magic within one point, but that was as close as they came as Breadwinner hits the dagger for the Sixers, and your final score, 57-53, Sixers win, and they are headed back to the championship of the tip-off tournament. Steez was the clear player of the game in this one, 18 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, a block, and a steal. For the Magic, King Cam stole the show, 12 points, 14 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 steals. The other semifinal game, we have Heat Check taking on Celtics crossover. Again, the winner taking the championship. Heat Check game came into this game with a great game plan, as per usual, with a focus on really good defense. In the first half, Heat Check smothered the Celtics, able to hold them to 8 points in both the first and second quarter. On top of that, Profusion was very much struggling as the Heat really put the clamps down on his scoring prowess. With 37 seconds to go, Profusion missed a wide-open layup, and honestly, that tells you how things went for him in this game. As the announcer said, he is just too cold. Heat, though, only scored four points in the second quarter in a game where they had chances to really pull away. With three minutes to go in the game, Heat is still up four with the ball. Hotshot with, hot shot with a fantastic drive and finish to put the lead back up to six, 44-38. He get the ball back, and a possession that can only be described as sloppy and hectic gets the Celtics a fast break, and while they didn't immediately score, the Heat seemed flustered, including not boxing out, and no autographs gets the second chance bucket, check, second chance bucket putting it back to within four. Heat with another turnover as their sloppy play continues, and a profusion green three, and just like that, it's a one-possession game. Hotshot, then indecisive, gets a three in the key call. Honestly, Heat lose this game. Celtics did not take it. Profusion with another three, as you can only keep the best players down for so long, and Celtics now lead by three under a minute to go. First lead of the game for the Celtics. Jump ball between Hotshot and Ofab with 16.3 seconds to go. Celtics up by two. Jay Money dribbles around, for some reason settles for a really bad contested deep three, despite there being ample time left. And that is all she wrote, as it is basically an air ball. Final score, 46-44. Celtics win this one, or you could actually maybe say Heat lost it. One of the craziest stats in this game was the Celtics. They scored more in the fourth quarter than they did the entire first half. And again, turnovers and assists assists rear their head as Celtics had led the assist battle 10-9, and they had less turnovers, 8 versus 11. Player of the game was no question OFAB. Finished with 17 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists, and a steal. For the Heat, Hotshot led the way. 14 points, 14 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 steals. On to the championship game. Tip-off tournament 
champions. Can it be the Sixers, or will the Celtics pull it off? Sixers take the early lead in this one, 6-3, with four minutes to go in the first quarter. One of the next Celtics possessions really shows this how this game went to the Celtics as they miss three wide-open shots on one possession, and Sixers get the ball back, and a three puts them up 11-3. The game was over almost as soon as it began, as just like that, there's 130 left, score is 21-3, Sixers are in full control. Celtics able to fight back in the second quarter, got it as close as 10, but never able to break into single digits heading into halftime. It is 38-24, Sixers up in this one. As the half ended, Philly was all smiles, but as the second half begins, the camera shows profusion, and let me tell you, there is no happiness on that face. Can they mount a comeback, or are the Sixers just meant to win back-to-back? Midway through the third, and the Sixers are up 16. Steve's at it again, already with 10 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Team shooting lights out, 18 of 30 from the field. With a minute to go in the third, and the lead is ballooned to 22 points, 54-32, Sixers have a stranglehold on this one. No shock, early in the fourth, and again, Radiant is on fire as the lead is still 20 points, 61-41. At this point, he has 24 points and 6 assists already. As the announcers say, Fab has 18 points, but the real story, 2 assists in the game for him. As the clock clicks down, the Sixers are just counting the seconds as they will be the back-to-back tip-off champions. And your final score in this one, Sixers 70, Celtics 52, as this game was never really even in question. All five Sixers players finish in double-digit scoring. A very impressive, only three turnovers for the Sixers in this one, along with 18 assists, made them clear winners in those areas. Player of the game, Radiant, 27 points, one rebound, eight assists, and one steal. For the Celtics, Ofab led the way, 27 points, two assists, and two steals. I promise you, you are going to want to turn in, tune in for the regular season. You're going to want to tune in. If you didn't already watch it, Go back and watch some of these games from the tip-off tournament. It was a lot of fun. We'll be coming back to you next week with uh, an interview from one of the players and then breaking down week one of the regular season. You've been listening to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This has been our look at the tip-off tournament. We are going to be on Dash Radio, remember, Wednesdays and Thursdays, noon Central Time or 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And until next week, Keep it 2000. Introducing the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. The Roadcaster Pro is a true world first all in one console solution for podcasters of all levels, featuring four microphone channels, Bluetooth, USB, and TRRS inputs, eight color coded sound effect pads, four high power headphone outputs, and more. The Roadcaster Pro is professional podcasting made easy. Available in stores this December. Visit www.road.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com.